they're laughable because most, you know, I, in my disabled state, wearing my hernia belts and back supports, hobbling, hobbling on my walking stick could drag these fucking weeds off the road. It, it makes no sense to me why the minute they get in the road, the minute the police arrive, they aren't just going, grabbing them and going, right, get the fuck off the road. Um, first of all. But second of all, I've seen some footage out over the last week where the minute the drivers try and confront them, the police are going at the drivers. Yeah. Like, the, the drivers are the ones that are being obstructed. They're the ones that are pissed off. And I fear if these absolute morons keep doing this that the drivers are going to do something i mean take away those diamonds i don't need those rocks a second hand car and a new pair of socks i want liberty without conditions good evening everyone welcome to chasing descent number 27 from me the man in the van and sitting on a seat and not a toilet and from ben <laughs> In the yes, studio. hello, good, good. Good evening. I'm kind of getting sick of the sight of the walls of this studio at the moment, John. Yeah, um, I can imagine. Go shoes. Oh, fucking hate Skype. I've got I to get fucking that. fucking hate Skype, too. I have got to get that. We, we've, we've got such a good connection going through Google Meet, and then it's just... Skype is the issue. Uh, what is the uh, what is the non-wine of the week today, John? Yeah, the non-wine of the week today is Perrier. I'm I'm I think it's the safe option, my friend. I think it's yeah. the safe option. I have I have a pint of water. I've got a little. What's that? It's it's, it's a little can of Schweppes lemon with oh. with um something in it. Just. Just a, a little bit of fizzy. I think it's like basically tonic water with lemon in it. I just thought I might give myself something to flavour. I've got a, I've got a pint of water, and and then to flavour, I have diet caffeine free Coca Cola. He's 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 gone. He's gone. Fucking hate Skype. Fucking hate Skype. And he's back. I can see him moving now. Right. I haven't heard anything for the last two minutes. It's just blocked up there. Yeah, no, you just froze. Yeah. It's Skype. It's 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 such it's a shit Skype. service. Because yeah. when we when we when we jump on Google Meet, we're absolutely fine. It's, yeah, I know. It's such, know. it's such a shit service, but we will persist. We will persist. Um, as I said, to flavour up the night myself, I have diet caffeine-free Coca-Cola. Yes. Um, I, 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 I don't feel bad about it either. But John, you've not been very well this week, have you? And that's why we missed Wednesday's recording. Yes, I've been quite ill. I what has been wrong? I seem to have picked up. I picked up some kind of. I would say, and I'm not a doctor. I, I never dispense medical advice. It's merely opinion. 
but I think I may have picked up some kind of bacterial intestinal infection. Have you been eating pork lately? Uh, no, no, I haven't. No, well, I was just—I was going to make a I don't suge- think I suggestion. I was going to make a suggestion. Don't eat pork. I remember once Vaughn says it sounds like COVID. It sounds like what? COVID. How 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 does it sound like COVID? There is no because. No, it's, I mean, COVID, 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 as far as I can understand, is a seasonal respiratory ailment. Yeah, but if we're to believe what we're told, COVID is absolutely any symptom ever, including COVID toe, John. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so uh, well, if it was COVID, it, it, it did lay me up for about two days solid. I was, uh, I was in bed, and the only time I ever got out of it was to go to the toilet. All right. Well, um, I'm glad you feel better now, but you, you also told me you've lost a stone. Yeah, initially I'd lost a stone in weight. So when I weighed myself this morning again, I'm, I'm still about 10 pounds down. And that's after eating yesterday and today. Yeah, I've taken us out of the classroom, John, because I think that might aid to Skype being so shit. Right. So I've taken us out of the classroom and I'm going to see if the connection's any better with them just looking at your beautiful George Clooney-like face. Thinner, thinner George Clooney-like face. And you do look, you do look thinner. You do look like you've lost some weight, my friend. You do. Um, But anyway, how is the life in France this week? So, France? Uh, Hold on, give me a second. Right. So France this week um, has been pretty much the same. Uh, mm. What well, we did get a communication from the school telling us that our region v- VN has gone into level one green. Now, what unfortunately, that mean? well, unfortunately, I haven't really had the time to to explore that and find out what it meant. But as far as the changes in the school, there were absolutely none. So I can't understand them. It sounds a bit like Scotland in that you go into level one or level zero, but still have all these restrictions. It sounds absolutely ridiculous. I was going to say COVID level zero in Scotland is still restrictions. I mean, how can you call it a level zero if there is, you know, if there are restrictions? Yeah, because you're a fanatical, tyrannical dictator. Oh, yes, and uh, also the, the bastard son of Elton John. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So anyway, the, the, there, wasn't a lot, there wasn't a lot changed this week in the France, although the, the, uh, the what would you call it, the, the uh, protests seem to be getting a bit more antsy. Yeah, I was going to say, they're getting a bit more uh, spicy, aren't they? They're getting a bit more lively. Yeah, yeah. No, I think they'll ramp up now because it's getting cold, so they won't piss about as much. No, no, and uh, and they're not exactly going to stop. France, France aren't a country to let the cold stop them protest. But oh no, no, start no, burning no. things. <laughs> I was, was going to say I, back to the example I've given you several times before when I drove back to Calais and just found a, a shanty town in the middle of the road with with burning things. This yeah. is what they this is what they do. They literally built wooden huts and was set, setting fires in the middle of the road it was a sight to behold it really really was yeah 
But yeah, so that's, the, that's that. Well, that's France. I mean, you wouldn't see anything of the sort here. The British are just far too polite. Yeah, I know. Uh, this, that, this is one of the things that I don't quite understand about the British, especially when it comes to these um, these uh, insulate Britain guys. No. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, who the fuck came up with insulate Britain? I mean, insulate Britain from what? Insulate the houses of Britain? Or insulate Britain from the countries all around it? Well, I thought we'd done that now with Brexit. I thought Brexit was insulate Britain. Well, it's 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 supposedly... Uh, the, what they want is a meaningful is statement from the government. That's This is all they want. A meaningful statement. So the, the government could give that meaningful statement today and they would stop getting in the fucking road. They don't have to do it. But yeah. all, all, all insulate Britain want is a meaningful statement from the government that they will insulate every one of Britain's 30 million or nine, I don't know how many million leaky homes uh, by 2030. It's not going to happen, but the government, like I say, they're not exactly known for telling the truth. So I don't, don't see yeah. why they don't, I don't see why they don't just make that statement and stop the idiots from getting in the road. I mean, I don't know. But the thing is, they're now talking about putting in new powers to deal with oh, these yeah. people. So it's, all, like it's almost it's almost it's almost like John, considering we've seen the footage of the police stopping the traffic to let yeah. them get in the road. Yeah. It's it's almost like they're state sponsored actors and what well, they're doing yeah. is so the new powers can arrive. Yeah, because as far as I'm aware, and, and and I was a police officer for a considerable number of years. Yes. And most of that was in the traffic. Yes. You don't need any fucking extra powers to hike people off the motorway. You've got plenty of power as is. Is that different in Scotland than it is to England, though? The road traffic law is the road traffic law. That's Fair universal. enough. Fair, fair enough, man. But um, they they are fucking right. Have you seen some of the pictures of these? Basically, there's one there's one that keeps getting in the road. He looks like fucking Captain Birdseye, right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> most most of them are elderly, from what yeah. I, I can see. And then their spokesman Liam Norton. <laughs> I I've challenged him now in two YouTube videos to come on my show. I would I would very much like Liam Norton to come on my show. Um, this is the man who hasn't insulated his own home. Yeah. And when when he was questioned about it, Susanna and Richard Madeley got up and stormed off Good Morning Britain. You know, to be fair, I don't give much credit to Susanna Reid because she don't deserve much credit. But but she's not credit when but no, she's she's not. But that that was brilliant. That was absolute brilliant. Uh, and actually, I'm I'm gonna say Richard Madeley is a is a solid replacement for Piers Morgan. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully he's permanent because I know they keep cycling in um, presenters. Uh, but I think Richard Madeley is he's he's what they would call based, John. Yeah, yeah, he's he, he's he's probably a bit too much on our side for them. Well, this is it, and this is why I wonder if he will he will not be permanent. Yeah, but 
just some of the pictures of these fucking idiots in the road, man. They are, they are just, they're laughable because most, you know, I, in my disabled state, wearing my hernia belts and back supports, hobbling, hobbling on my walking stick could drag these fucking weeds off the road. It, it makes no sense to me why the minute they get in the road, the minute the police arrive, they aren't just going, grabbing them and going, right, get the fuck off the road. Um, first of all. But second of all, I've seen some footage out over the last week where the minute the drivers try and confront them, the police are going at the drivers. Yeah. Like, the, the drivers are the ones that are being obstructed. They're the ones that are pissed off. And I fear if these absolute morons keep doing this that the drivers are going to do something i mean we've already had john one woman paralyzed for life because of these people no she died did she die she died the what the stroke victim i believe she's still alive from what no, I she, she's dead she's dead she died about two days ago apparently well if so. that if that is true then that's even worse isn't it yeah it is worse yeah that's they are a danger to themselves. They are a danger to the public. They are a danger to society. And it's not even like they've got a bloody cause. I'm going to be honest with you. I've been listening to your climate shots with Latimer. And yeah. I'm sold. I'm sold. <laughs> and for anybody listening to this who doesn't know what I'm talking about, head over to John's website, which is chasingliberty.life and listen to Climate Shots with Latimer Alder, who is a data scientist. And um, just just have a listen to the real, raw, real-world data when it comes to this apparent climate crisis. And tell me if you really do think there is an issue. Uh, because I don't. I don't. I, I, I know that I'm not going to deny that the climate is changing. Climate always changes. Climate changes on a cycle. Um, but this whole man-made, you know, climate disaster, I don't buy it, John. And yeah, I mean, Latter and I come at it from a different point. And I'm going to I'm going to send them some questions for I need to do some more recording. Uh, I've got I've still got stuff in the bank to put out, but obviously with the last three or four days I've not put anything out which is quite poor but um, I'm going to I'm going to put some more stuff out but we come at it from a different viewpoint because you know he he thinks there is a degree of anthropogenic climate change i.e. man-made um, right. and I think I think basically it's all got to do with the sun I just think okay. the big glowing ball in the sky does it all you know if it if that's quiet we're quiet and we're cooler and if it gets a bit antsy then we get a bit warmer and and that to me that ties in because it ties in with all the other planets in the solar system as well because they follow suit. So I don't think there's much man man made activity on the other planets to to make them warmer and colder. No. Um, if if there's anything out there at all, you know. Um, so so we differ on that point of view, but we still get along. You know, you're allowed to have different opinions and still be able well, to talk to each other. Well, absolutely. Absolutely. You are. And, um, you know, many of the people that I talk to regularly, we differ on opinions. In fact, my my, my quote unquote best friend here, here, here in Eastbourne, you know, we, we politically about bloody opposite and we can have good old rows about stuff. But, you know, he'll still he's still coming around for Sunday dinner. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because that is 
that is oh john actually uh, slightly off topic i went to the pub last night yes i saw that i saw that yeah i did i went to the pub last night i haven't been to the pub in a decade um, yeah. <laughs> and it was great I mean, we only really sat out the back in the garden because the pub was so busy you couldn't move. Yeah, and you wouldn't have been able to hear yourself speak. Well, this is it. And yeah. it's just reaffirmed my position. I put out a tweet earlier on. It's just reaffirmed my position that they shut those pubs to stop us talking. Yeah, yeah. Because the conversation flowed. Other people were listening, interested, joining in. That. And it's the type of conversation that we would be banned from social media for. Yeah. And it's interesting to see just how many people aren't afraid. Yeah. But back to the back to the climate morons. Um, did you see it? I don't know if you've been watching my YouTube channel at all as of late. Um, but I have really ramped up production on my YouTube <clears throat> channel. Um, I haven't. I haven't seen it. Sorry. I'm put. I'm putting out four to five videos a day, every yeah. day, on my YouTube channel at the moment. We've really ramped up production on the channel, um, and <laughs> Extinction Rebellion yesterday morning blocked the entrance to Farnborough Airport. To so they chained themselves. They started gluing themselves that, to the floor and putting their arms a, in shit. Extinction Rebellion or in Solid Britain? They're in Extinction Rebellion. Oh, really? Um, so, but but they're 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 all the fucking um, yeah, they're all the same. They're all the same. They they're all the same group. Enslaved Britain is just an offshoot from Extinction Rebellion. Yeah. But exile themselves. They wanted to stop private flights um, because of climate change. Oh, the climate crisis! Did you see that video? Did you see that video, John, of Greta Thunberg, and her microphone has a mask on. Well, yeah, yeah, it did. And to be fair, to be fair, one of my microphones looks like that because I put some foam over it, you know, to stop the, the um, the the explosive peas. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. But 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 John. But yeah, I know. I, I, John, it was one of those disposable masks yeah, made of plastic. I know. And and she was talking to a crowd full of them. Yeah. Um. Uh, and uh, and her microphone had literally had a mask wrapped oh, around it. I saw. It. Yeah. So I think I think Greta, who is no longer a child, and no, she's it's nineteen. Hard, it's hard to remember that she is nineteen. Um, I think she's fair game now. Um, there's a couple of things. There's a couple of things that have disappointed me about her. One, she's not a late bloomer, so she's not got any better looking. Okay, sure. She's really not a postal child for Sweden because we all think of the Sweden as, you know, tall blonde Adonis and Adonai or whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, perfect specimens of human health. Well, Greta looks like she should be living under a bridge, doesn't she? If you How want to go. How dare you, John? How dare you talk to me like that? How dare you tell me I should be living under a bridge? Blah, 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 John, blah, blah. So here's the other thing. You're COP26 in Glasgow yes. in November. They've, they've apparently got a fleet of 50 Teslas to run the delegates between Glasgow and their hotel in Glen Eagles. Now, okay. what, 
Why the fuck are they going to Glen Eagles, which is way up in central Scotland? So that's a good two-hour drive to get to Glen right. Eagles from Glasgow, right? And then there's no not enough charging points. Oh, there's very few. In fact, I don't think even there's probably one or two at Glen Eagles, but there's not enough charging points. There's no charging infrastructure up there. What so I imagine they're doing is they're installing emergency charging infrastructure as we speak. Generators. They're putting in diesel generators. You've got to be shitting me. Just the electricity to charge the Teslas. There you've you got, go. You've got no. to be shitting me. So there you go. There. Explain that one, Greta. It is wonderful. It is wonderful that everybody is now charging, uh, charging their cars via electric. It's not too good that you can only go for two hours, but then at the same time, I don't want to go any further. So, diesel to power the Teslas. <laughs> Can't make this shut up. Yes. Yes, we did have a pretty good... So I've got Dark Spy in the chat right now who took me out last night. He took me out last night. Um, uh, he, one of our viewers. To, uh, and uh, he, he ordered this fucking 18-inch barbecue meat feast pizza, right? And I had already had dinner and I've got a hernia. And I yeah. was looking at it. I was trying my best not to. And then I was like, yeah, go on. Yeah, give me yeah, yeah, you got to have some of that, haven't you? But then I, I, I didn't drink. I had, I had, I was yeah. a good boy, and I had Coke and Red Bull. But I mean, um, I don't, I don't drink anyway. But um, but the boys, the boys we were with, I was with, they did, they did have a drink, and uh, it, they, they, they were kind of stumbling down the road when I drove past them on the way back. Lisa says, is the fuel crisis over? Now, that's a good question because my Asda well, petrol garage... You might think it should be, right? But my well, my Asda but, petrol garage earlier on was normal. Like You could just yeah, go in and get yeah. fuel. But I'm pretty sure I saw a tweet from Boris talking about the fuel, fuel crisis now. Yeah, they're sticking so the army on. Yeah, so it seems they've cottoned on to this as a potential useful lever and they're going to make it something now, aren't they? Well, of course they are. And Boris will be the hero. Uh, I've solved the I've, I've solved I've solved the fuel crisis, John. Ooh. So <laughs> so tell me, Boris, where the hell were you running from or to this morning in your shorts and a shirt? One does well, not go jogging in a shirt well, in Manchester. Well, what what happened was um, there was this very dishy violinist. People have seen pictures of her, um, and I'm definitely not having any kind of affair with her. But um, Carrie definitely did not walk in on us earlier on and uh, find me in a state of undress. And uh, <laughs> I can't hold this. I can't hold it. I mean, who the hell goes running on a shot? Well. Or Alexander Boris de Feffel Johnson. But speaking of politicians going running, did you see any of the coverage from the London Marathon today? I saw some of it. Murderer! 
I mean, there were there were people all along the route holding up signs. Um, yes. Our good, our our good friend David Nolan of Stop Common Pass. He was actually holding up a sign at the side of the road today. I'll, I'll read you a quick thread from him actually, because it's it's sad. It's really sad. Um, so he was holding up a big yellow sign that said "Vaccine passports kill our freedoms." Right. And uh, here's his thread. At today's London Marathon, we and other individuals stood peacefully with various messages on placards like the one below. What we experienced over a few hours was a sad and stark reminder of how little the public have learned since March 2020. London Marathon participants threw rehydration sachets at us, shouted and screamed, fuck off, wanker, get a vaccine, the vaccine allowed me to jog today and other obscenities. Our message to them is you're a disgrace, but we'll continue to defend your freedoms too. And to those who got and who for those who got why and what we were doing today, the few that gave us a thumbs up and said thank you, we appreciate you. Today was a high visibility event to communicate to the public at large, but not to offend. We'll never be sorry for speaking out and taking action. So they were horribly abused by yeah. runners um, today. Uh, and and it, it beggars belief. It beggars belief. It, it, it's only to be expected because, uh, I mean, to be fair, and, and this is probably going to offend loads of people, but you know what? It's your right to be offended, and I really don't give a fuck. But in my yeah. book... Runners are just slightly below cyclists. <laughs> well, as someone who can no longer do either because I'm a cripple, I just resent both. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway. Yeah, well, Lisa says, does that mean they had to be treated in order to run? Um, well, I believe like over 95% of them were treated. Allegedly, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if they had to be. I'm not sure, but well, so I I don't understand how they got their training in, and when they got their jabs. Then, well, they must have. Uh, well, this is it because they were told not to do any kind of strenuous sports or activity for weeks after their treatments, yeah. especially so that, if that, that takes you out of training. Let's say two weeks, okay. So it's two jabs, two weeks, that's one month out of training. Yeah. Right? At, at vital parts in your build-up towards the, the marathon. How, yeah. how, can that, how can you really account for that? I don't understand. I, 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 I guess they uh, either ran really, really, really shit marathons <laughs> or they just didn't fucking pay attention and so so i uh, i made a tweet last night and it said i don't understand how anyone in their right mind can consider running a marathon when the the guy who who ran the first marathon delivered his message and then dropped dead so <laughs> surely that was a step for a head okay 26 yeah. miles is maybe a couple of miles too far <laughs> that's everybody pretty much liked it or retweeted it or whatever I didn't get any bad I didn't get any you know comeback on it apart from one well he, he didn't give me a bad time on it he just came back and said I've run three marathons yeah and I really needed to get them done 
because I needed to get my head sorted. And I thought, well, sir, thank you, because you've just proved my point. <laughs> How can anyone in the right mind? And he obviously wasn't why I was running marathons. Right. I am going to chuck a bit of a curveball in um, as to a topic, because did, I think... Before we got off the marathon, did you hear about Matt? Did you hear him getting shouted at? Yes, I did. I saw the saw the video footage of Matt Hancock being shouted at by Hugo Torps. It was um, it was, oh, it was it was tasty. Yeah, it was. But I'm going to chuck a bit of a curveball in um, because I've been covering um, a situation on my YouTube channel all week, and I keep providing updates. I, I provided another update today, and that's the national disgrace that is Katie Price, John. Um. So on Tuesday morning, the police were called to find Katie Price had flipped her car, right? She's disqualified from driving anyway um, for the sixth time. Um, This was 6.20 in the morning. She was over the legal limit for cocaine, if there is a legal limit for cocaine. (laughs) She was over the she was over she was twice the legal limit for alcohol. She had no insurance. Yeah. And she obviously had to plead guilty at Crawley Magistrates Court on, on Wednesday, right? And yeah. instead of sentencing her, despite the fact that this is her sixth driving ban, uh, that she was a part of, she's now received another driving ban, by the way despite the fact she was already within a driving ban, yeah. um, the magistrates have allowed her to go to the £900 a night priory, despite the fact she's bankrupt. So who the fuck's paying for that? Yeah. Um, and have deferred her sentencing to September, uh, sorry, December the 15th. Um, if this were you or me, John, we wouldn't have been walking out of that magistrate's court. Yeah. We'd, have been, we'd have been taken straight to prison. Do yeah. yeah. And I am just I'm invested in this situation because Crawley's not too far from me. Um, and I'm actually going to the sentencing and I'm gonna sit in the public gallery on December 15th. And I hope she gets the book thrown at her, but I don't think she's going to. I think she avoids prison because the judge has allowed her to go to the priory and get her treatment. Mm -hmm. I think she's going to go through her four weeks and then she's going to live the the next month or so after that, you know, nose completely clean. And the judge is going to go, Oh, what a wonderful job you've done, Katie, you know, but if it was, if it was, if it was me or you, if it was me or you or anybody in our chat right now, that's it. Straight to prison. And I'm just so fucking sick of this double standard. I mean, this woman exploits her disabled child for money. Um, mm-hmm. she, she made that documentary with the BBC, Harvey and Me or whatever. She's now got a book called Harvey and Me coming out. Right, That's just exploiting her child. Her child, by the way, who is now in residential care and doesn't live with her yeah. anyway. Yeah. Thankfully, the BBC have called her up and said, we're not doing part two anymore because they were going to do a part two. Um, So she's been dropped from that. It now transpires that Channel 4 spent £80,000 renovating her home for a TV show, right? 
despite the fact that she's bankrupt. And they're now not going to air that TV show. So that's 80 grand down the drain. And the Balmoral Hotel in Belfast were due to host her for a um, uh, a meet and greet and makeup workshop at £80 a ticket. And they've gone, no, nope, no, nope, don't want her anywhere near here anymore. So she's burning bridges professionally. Absolutely. Yeah. But I'm just, I'm so sick of it. I'm, I'm so sick of the double standard of these celebrity fucking fuck ups who continue continue to fuck up and get such kid glove treatment compared to someone like if i was on my third driving ban second driving ban even and i committed a driving offense i would get a custodial sentence she's on her sixth driving ban she was on an all-night bender she was on cocaine she was twice a drink drive limit and she flipped the car and she's walked free from the call yeah this is just... Uh, yeah. I, I don't... Well, she's wheeled free from the court. Yeah, well, she's fine, actually, <laughs> unfortunately. I mean, I, I, I'm sorry to sound harsh, but also, you know, most of us probably wouldn't have walked away from the wreck that she caused. Yeah, I know. She's, she's... Yeah, but the, th- the secret is, if you're that relaxed when, you, when you're in the crash... That's true. Go floor. <laughs> that's that's very true. But I, I, I know it's weird to throw that kind of curveball into our show. But I, I, I it's just, uh, it's, it's a situation I've been highlighting. I've now done three videos about it. I'm that pissed off. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just that pissed off with the double standard. But the more that comes out, it, the more it's like she's the gift that keeps on giving. I mean, in today's video, do you know what? A, a friend reported to the mail on Sunday that she is she's saying right now that if she does get a custodial sentence, it'll be great because it'll make a great chapter for a book she can sell and make money on. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> she's a fucking disgrace, John. An absolute disgrace. <laughs> it'll be entitled something like me and Harriet my lesbian <laughs> lover in jail Storearm <laughs> <laughs> says well you would wouldn't you absolutely not oh absolutely God. not <laughs> oh because oh, uh, Dan did not in the chat says I met her a couple of times I was a when I was a photo assistant mm. um Poor you, Dan. Uh, I, I'm. I. I feel sorry for you. Um. But. But. But honestly, like, who's paying for this? Also, this nine hundred pound a night rehab when she's declared bankrupt. Where's the money coming from? I, I have no idea. I have no idea where these people get their money from. Well, well this is I it. I, I mean, I wish I didn't because. I could do with some myself. I, but. I could, I, I could, I could fucking definitely do some, do with some at the moment, John. I've got about thirty-two pound ninety to my name, yeah. you know. But um, and and that's why I, that's why you know I've gone so heavy on the YouTube channel at the moment, and I'm trying to ramp up the content. I'm trying to get the subscriber base up. I'm trying to get the hours up so that I can stop relying on donations to do this as a job. Because if I can monetize the content and I can monetize the channel and I can get enough money in to pay the bills, then I don't have to rely so heavily on the audience. Yeah. yeah. And, um, I, I, and and believe me, to the audience who are watching, I am 
ex- extremely grateful for everything you have done and not just by financially supporting me, but pushing me to go further and further and further and do more and do more. I'm now working a 10 to 12 hour day job on the channel um, every day. And somehow I managed to make a roast dinner for five during all of that today as well. So I'm, I'm quite proud of myself. But um, it's a lot of work, but I am seeing the returns, you know, in the space of three days, I've gained nearly 100 subscribers. Doesn't sound a lot, but from a small base, it's it's a push in the right direction. And I've put 500 hours on the channel nearly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you've got, I mean, people think that, you go on YouTube and you become an overnight sensation, and it's not. You've got to put the work in. Oh, you've a lot got of these successful the channels. A lot of these successful channels have been on for two, three, five, six, seven, ten years before they start making proper money. Absolutely, and um, I I am under no illusions that that I'm under no illusions that that, that I mean, this I, is I, not going to be a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Yeah. So the, the podcast that I do. It doesn't make any money just now, other than the the meager donations I get from, it. and I'm not disparaging those donations. I'm very grateful for them, um, but it doesn't make any money from any advertising or anything like that because it it doesn't put out enough numbers. And I've noticed. I mean, I had a quick look at the analytics today, and see those four days when I was down, the yeah. numbers just went boom. They were like one download, one download, and yet. Soon as I'm back on and tweeting about it and putting things out, the numbers are up at 15, 16 a day, you know. I, I, I mean, I've got, I, I, got I and put the time in. Well, I will say this my YouTube channel jumped from um, consistently having about 200 views in a 48 hour period to now three to 4,000 views in a 48 yeah. hour period. And yeah. that's for putting the work in, yeah. you know. And the work is showing the returns. But if I if I just put out like one video every five days and, and put no effort into it at all, you're not yeah. gonna see any any you're not gonna see any growth. You're not gonna see anything of that sort. Exactly. I've got to be consistent. And you know, I, I I'm also trying to steer very clear of of the subject of the coof. I mean, I do veer into it, but yeah. I'm I'm I, I'm doing things, I'm covering stories that interest me. I'm covering celebrity. I'm I'm covering U.S. politics. I'm covering U.K. politics. Um, I, I'm 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 also looking into. I'm I'm doing updates whenever they come through on the dog, the bounty hunter, Brian Laundry uh, situation oh, wow. over over in Florida. Um, and um, and these are things that interest me. And thankfully, it it appears, like I say, to be, it's it's. It's not major growth, but I I will probably hit a thousand subs within the next week or two, you know. Yeah, um, yeah well, once you have a thousand subs, then you can monetize it, can't you? No, so you have to oh, have a thousand subs and four thousand hours on your channel. Oh bloody hell! Yeah, okay. Yeah, so you have to have both. But what I can do at a thousand subs is fucking stop paying for Streamlabs mobile because I'll be allowed to mobile live stream. So you're not allowed to stream. You're not allowed to stream from your mobile phone on YouTube until you're at a thousand subscribers. So once I've hit that, it was about a year ago, uh, or maybe slightly more. But um, it's it's just it's 
ridiculous. You can live stream normally. Like if you're from a laptop, you're allowed to yeah. live stream when you've got one sub, but mobile no, no. live stream. Don't ask yeah. me why. Yeah, well, you know why? It's bandwidth, stop, isn't it? Well, no, to stop you doing what you do. To stop you doing yeah. what to stop you going out and covering protests and then deleting the 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 thing after it's been streamed. Yeah, that that's that's true. And I mean that's if 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 I didn't have to delete most of the streams I do of an evening or the protests, I'd I'd have already had the four thousand hours on long, long ago. Um but but as it stands, I'm at around one thousand, so it's yes. the hours that are going to be the issue, but I'm going to try and get at least an hour's worth of content onto the channel every single day. Um, I record in the morning, I edit, I get them up, I schedule release, and uh, people will watch them or they won't. Yeah, it's yeah. as simple as that. But but like as 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 we speak, I just checked my analytics, and uh, another subscriber jumped on the channel, so I, I'm hoping I'm doing something right. Yeah, you no, know. That's good. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh. So, anything? Do you have a list today, John? Oh, I didn't make a list today, but I'm I'm, I'm going through my tweets because a lot of the stuff that really bothered me today, I ended up tweeting about. And yeah. one of them was Boris. Boris said, "The right to protest is sacrosanct." Fine, okay. Really? Um, Does he mean that? Was it sacrosanct when? Police are beating people about the head for having, for trying to peacefully protest outside Parliament. Um, but anyway, but then he said, but there is no right to inflict chaos and misery on people trying to go about their lives. He's yeah. having a fucking laugh there, isn't he? Oh yeah, because that's all he's done after what he's been done. After what he's done to the British public. Yeah, that's all yeah. he's done to the British public for the last twenty fucking months. Fucking fat prick. Yeah, and that's that's coming from two fat guys. We're allowed to say yeah, that. Well, we're allowed to say that because we are fat, so we get away with it. We do get away with it, oh. although although you can definitely see the weight loss in your face. Yes, thanks. <laughs> so, well, it's given me a, a an impetus, so I'll maybe see if I can keep it going and lose some proper weight. Well, we always look for the silver lining in the bad situation, and Absolutely. the silver lining... Well, it's the same with me in the hernia. You know, since I've been wearing the belts, I've actually been able to eat again. So there's something that's that's a start. Yeah, yeah. But did, um, did you get your new? Did you get your new one from Amazon? No. Yeah, I'm wearing two at the moment. So I wear the hernia belt here, and then the back support around it. So what's the difference? So the hernia belt has got a big <laughs> fucking. What other? What other podcast gives you content like this? So the hernia belt has got this um, thing that pushes in. So right. And then it, it so it holds, uh, it's filling the hole, essentially. Right, okay, yeah. And then the back support, because I ordered a large to extra large, because I figured I'm a fat bastard, um, it turns uh, out that... In the world of hernias, you might be quite skinny. <laughs> I was going to say, it turns out I've lost so much weight that I actually need a medium. So <laughs> the back support is doing is serving two purposes. One, right. to uh, pull this one on a lot tighter, yeah. and two, to support my back. But right. um, but yeah, it's it's working. Um, I've 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 spent 
I've been in a lot less pain. Um, Dan says uh, the police gave him a lovely hernia. Very generous of them. Charming. Speaking of the police, I made a video about them earlier today that's got out on the channel. There have been 26. So in light of the Wayne Cousins situation, um, there have been, it's come to light by a freedom of information request uh, that there have been 26 in the Met alone officers that have committed sexual offences in the last five years. Um, okay. I, I and, think that's cool, probably, for the Met. I mean, the Met's a massive force. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree. Um, but, but... I'm a bit worried that they're going to because because there's a lot of there's a lot of this rhetoric coming out right now that people this is what they're saying they're saying people don't trust the police because of what's happened here with Sarah Everett and, and Wayne Cousins and things like that and I think they're going to move to hyper focus on this issue of keeping women safe yeah yeah whilst completely ignoring the fact that actually, for the most part, people don't trust the police now because of, of the way they violently oppressed people for the last 20 months. Um, yeah. And even, you know, if, if they're seen to solve this issue of fucking protecting women from police officers, um, the, 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 the trust is not going to be restored. Because yeah. they're 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 looking over the real problems, and the real problems are when I'm sitting in a park with a camera, and 250 officers with helmets and shields come in and start randomly assaulting people for no reason. That's why people don't trust the police, John. Mm -hmm. When when yeah. they're when they're arresting women for going for a coffee and a walk in a, in in the middle of nowhere. When they're caught on video assaulting kids because they yeah. are out during lockdown. These are the reasons people have fallen out of favor or the police have fallen out of favor with the people. And we're going to see this hyper focus on the woke narrative of protecting women from the police. And it's going to do diddly squat fuck all for relations between the general public and the police. Yeah, the the, the police um <clears throat> the police as an organization have completely lost touch with the general public. They have no idea. Absolutely they have. No idea. You know, I I asked the question earlier on when I when I put out the when I put out the link to the video that I I made today. Um, I asked the question on Twitter, do you trust the police? And I don't think I will get a single yes. And it's not over this. It's not over what Wayne Cousins did. Wayne Cousins is just, it's just um, a symptom of a much bigger problem. You know, yeah. the, the 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 other thing we found is there there are hundreds and hundreds of people with convictions that are serving police officers, mm -hmm. and with violent convictions as well. And the point I made earlier on, and I'll reiterate it here is if they did something as a kid, you know, stupid, got a, got a criminal record, maybe got in a fight, should not hold that against them. Okay. But if 
they're an adult and they have got violent assault convictions, surely they shouldn't be given weapons, handcuffs, and the power to detain people. No, I don't understand how they got in. I really don't. Because if you have convictions like that, the chances of you getting in should have been very, very slim. Mm. Mm. See, Soram says here, Kirsty also, and I make this point in a video as well, and I won't be apologetic for this, and, I, and people can pardon me for this as well. Kirsty also put a Twitter poster. But she got so dogpiled that she deleted the tweet. But she is spot on because Wayne Cousins arrested Sarah every COVID restrictions. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, we are back. Uh, that was that was my bad there. But um, he did. He 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 used COVID powers. Yeah. And COVID commit the crime that he committed. And I remember I remember reporting that way back at the beginning, actually, when of the Sarah Everett thing. And I was dogpiled and I was told, you don't know that, you don't know that. And I I'd heard it. I'd I'd actually heard it from sources through the wire that he'd yeah. arrested her under lockdown. And I was one of the first people to put that out. And I was just mal I was attacked. But it's true. That's yeah. what he did. And do we not think we gave the police a bit too much power? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think, if, well, I think the government gave themselves too much power. Way too much power. And, well, the government gave it to themselves with, unfortunately, the consent of the many. It's... It's it's a fact, you know, the vast majority of people agreed with it. Now, did they agree with it for the right reasons? No, I don't think they did, because I think that they were told a, a lot of falsehood were the cause of them being a fearful. I'm trying to be careful with my words because I actually want to keep this show on YouTube today. Um I think they were told a great many falsehoods. They were they they were essentially frightened into handing over their rights, and I understand it to an extent at the time. But twenty months down the line, I don't get why people are still on the train. No, no. Well, I, it's still because they've been so well propagandized at the beginning that they're now on the. They're now in the they're now in the situation that if they turn around and say, Yeah, you were right, um, the government were wrong, they make themselves look stupid. And the well, of course, they have to admit they were walking around doing all of these weird, bizarre, anti human, anti science things for over a yeah. year for no reason. And many people yeah. would rather Yeah live in blissful ignorance than actually face that reality. Yep, they would rather continue to clap like seals every Thursday night at 8 o'clock. Yeah, I mean, I'm so glad that bloody well stopped. I, I really am. 
I mean, you you were in the country for that, weren't you? I so was. You were in the country for that. Yeah. And I was. It was it was the pots and pans that got me. They would go out with the pots and pans and start hitting them with fucking wooden spoons. And I'm like, this the is first, what the first week. The first week, it wasn't it, the first week they did it. There was, it was audible. Okay, yeah. there were, and there was maybe two or three people in the cul-de-sac I lived in that did it. And I and at that point I thought, well, the wankers have identified themselves well and truly there. <laughs> so, so there was that. But then as as the weeks went on, there was the sound just disappeared until there was like nobody doing it at all. Yeah. Um unfortunately. It, it it kind of went the other way with with us where we live, and more and more people kept coming out every week. Um, and I was delivery driving one Thursday night, and I was just delivering a takeaway, and then an entire street started applauding me <laughs> for, for, for being a because, and they were going, "Thank you, thank you for being a kid," and I'm like, "Oh, for fuck's sake." <laughs> I didn't know what to do because I thought it was I thought it was it was embarrassing it was awful and I, I, I'm thinking you lazy bastards should be at work I mean it's like it's like um it's like when the plane lands and people clap oh, that, what I, the yes. fuck are you clapping for the guy's <laughs> done his job he's effectively a bus driver yeah <laughs> He's landed uh, the fucking plane and you didn't crash and burn. Yeah. Why applaud that? You know? You, your your guess is as good as mine. Thankfully, I haven't been in a, a, a pilot applauding situation for years. Like yeah. you they happen on long haul flights. So every time I've flown long haul, there's always been the applause when 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 they land the plane. But short haul flights, if I'm flying out to France or somewhere. Never, um, and and also because it's easy, yeah, and uh, everybody just wants to get off the plane as quickly as possible because we've all got bad backs. But um, <laughs> fucking hell, cinema clapping as well, yeah, Adam. That's that's another thing when when people clap at the screen at the end of a film. <laughs> yeah, what are you clapping? What what are you clapping? You're you're literally clapping a piece of fabric. Well, I suppose in the old days you could be given the projection. You could be given the projectionist a bit of a bit of applause for his his good work and changing the reels and making everything work with with seamlessly. Well, because you used to, I can I can agree there. That was a very skilled job. Yeah, and you used to see you could catch the odd bit as you know as the as the reel changed and, and they were pretty good they had their multiple projectors and they'd feed one in and blend the other one out and it, it was pretty well done but nowadays with all this digital shit I don't even think they've got projectionists no of course they don't they've 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 well they've got someone that presses start yeah and, and that's about yeah, it because they start they, and then fuck off to the next screen you know? Well, that's it. unless they may even have, because when our new cinema opened, um, our our new cinema opened with a they were the first in the country with some kind of 
really, really, really fancy digital projectors, and we only opened two years ago. Uh, yeah, you sat in a control room and go, oh, screen one, there's, there's one room, isn't there? There's one yeah. central room, man, and they're doing all of the projections from there. Oh, that's it. They're laser projections. And, and you know it, what else it, the bastards do? They're lazy as fuck, right? Because see when it's a you know when it's a 3D movie? Remember they used to do 3D movies all the time? Yeah. So what they used to do with 3D 3D movies is they had they had to turn the they had to turn the the um the luminance down else the 3D didn't work properly. So you had to put special filters in. Yes. And then when they when they played a normal movie, they never bothered taking the fucking filters out. So all the normal movies looked muddy as hell. We mm. used to go and watch a movie and think, why is it so dark and I can't see what's happening? That's why, because the 3D filter's still in the fucking lens. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm just giggling because Adam just put in the chat, if you've ever been to catch Catering Fleep, it's cinema it was never good experience the projectionist looked like the hunchback of notre dame and he lived above the cinema in a dirty dark flat lots of rumors and they served coca-cola out of pressure right thanks nice very nice indeed do you have any cinemas local to you over there in the uh, uh you're in the south are you in france yes there's a cinema in the town in one of the towns nearby so do they show movies in English with French subtitles or, or are they dubbed and then they might show an English showing? I don't know. Because you need a best sanitaire to go to the cinema. <laughs> <laughs> and Barry Barry has not the adventure there yet. And, and really, I... there are As you know, there are ways around it, but I really don't want to... to give them the satisfaction of, of of me even breaking it you know what I mean I, I just want I just want it gone so I'd rather not give my custom yeah, but, yeah but when you when I come to the country you're going to have to make an exception yeah yeah okay but you know, it's all, you're, you're, it's all, I'm, I'm testing there's, there's things I'm testing that 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 Barry might need to test with me I so don't know we're um, going to get in anywhere, but... So there was a... There was a Telegraph piece today about people getting real uh, NHS COVID jab certifications for £750. That's a lot of money. Well, people who haven't had the treatments. People who haven't had the treatments getting... Stamps and proper NHS QR codes and updates on their um, NHS site so they could present it and it worked, apparently. The Telegraph so what you're telling me. So what you're telling me is they're not smart enough to know how to do it for free? Yeah, or all those... Uh, yeah, or... Um, Oh, there are people. Well, there are people on the inside doing it for these people. I suspect, and they're getting a bung. There absolutely are. 
Okay, yeah. I, I, I will say, I have to be very careful with my words here, but I, I will say I have, I have seen some people offering such a service. Um, obviously, personally speaking, uh, I want nothing to do with paying anybody for anything of the sort. Um, there are ways and means of doing things that don't involve giving people a bung. There are ways and means of exempting yourself. There are there are ways and means of your GP, um, your GP getting involved. That's all I'm going to say. Um, and so we are obviously Operation Breakout is a go, as it stands. Um, and and um, there's not much more I can say at the moment. That's all I can I can say. So moving on to moving on to past sanitaire and the um, the European system that apparently. Boris is on the edge of dipping into, right? So apparently he is dipping into it. Yeah. So one, why, when other European countries are doing away with it, like you know, Denmark, Denmark, Norway have all dropped it completely. Yeah, your your guess is as good as mine, John. But from what we've been seeing released. Um, what we have been seeing released recently via the government on, uh, so we've seen that you'll be allowed to self. They've released a document in the last couple of days saying you will be allowed to self-declare your exemption mm-hmm. until the middle of December, and then you are going to have to apply for an official NHS an exemption that must be signed off from mid-December, and all that tells me is that. Plan B is definitely Plan A, because mm-hmm. why would they publish such a thing yeah. if it wasn't coming? Yeah. So it was only ever a, a reprieve in this country from the introduction of the treatment passports. They were always coming, and I suspect that in other countries that have at the moment drop them some of those countries their citizens would do best not to let their guard down because just because things are dropped for now does not mean they will not rear their ugly heads once again i mean israel themselves didn't they they stopped the green pass yeah, for all of yeah, all of all of what two weeks three yeah, weeks like and then all of a sudden bang it's back um yeah, because well, the same thing I suppose is going to happen here because I think you know Israel, Israel got into that situation by the third, the third rollout, shall we say? Yes, and and the accompanying carnage that that caused with an upsurge and and, and, and it's, it's it's so frustrating because obviously, like I said, I want to keep these shows on YouTube from yeah. now on if we can. But I'll try and word it in such a way that it's very, very clear because, you know, YouTube are now really cracking down on anybody talking about these treatments. But it's very, very, very clear that despite a, a great number of people having free now, 
are they still the highest case per 100,000 in the world? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I believe they, they could well be. Um, but it's very clear also millions of people who haven't had their third are about to be completely locked out of the green pass despite having to, you know? Yeah. And then the legislation reads in such a way that even the people who have had their third have got six months and then they'll have to have a fourth or they'll be locked out of the green pass. Yeah. And it's terrifying, John. It's terrifying that this could be and probably is coming out it's definitely coming in Australia in, in, in that manner. I mean, we had Dan Andrews himself. He's getting, he's getting scary. He's getting oh, scary, John. He's lost it. He has he's completely absolutely lost it. lost it. I mean, the footage coming out of him in the last couple of days where he's standing there going, you don't go to work. You No job. No job. You don't go to work. That's it. No more job for you. It's terrifying. And what's even more terrifying is that there are still people that support him. Yeah. That's what's even more terrifying. People, uh, people signing petitions to stop Gladys from resigning. <laughs> because Gladys, Gladys is gone, isn't she? I mean, I hope it's, I hope it's real. Did you see the pub erupt? That's not real. That, that's, that's a, that's a meme. Um, oh, that's a meme. That's, a that's a shame. But, but um, but there are there are tens of thousands of people that have signed a petition in support of Gladys. Yeah, and well, I don't understand. Hey, it's, it, it, there's a there's a there's a of Mac Hancock Facebook group, which is, there is which has thousands of members. There isn't. There is. John. What? After the show, I'll give you my personal Facebook. You know, we, I'm going to add you as a friend on Facebook, right? Right. Yep. And we're going to we're both going to join this group. <laughs> we'll not get in. We'll not get in because they go back and check all your posts. They can check all my Facebook posts all they like. I don't post on it. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. There's a Matt Hancock supporters Facebook group. Oh God. I I want in. I, I, I want in. I, I want to see the shit show that goes on in there. <laughs> Can you imagine? It'll be like, it'll be like, oh, I don't know what it'll be like. It'll be like, oh, it's just going to, it's going to be like being sat on is by a sheet. Is, is he still with Jaina? Does, do I, we know? I don't know. I guess so. Because she she obviously was kicked out of of yeah of their marital home as well. But yeah, like he's obviously well. We know he's he's got a PR firm at the moment doing work to try and reinvent his image. And did you see that fucking bizarre video that came out of him like going around in the town like shaking people's hands like hey everybody yeah. I'm Matt Hancock how you doing yeah <laughs> what the fuck I... you know you know what Matt I mean this isn't the time to be rebuilding your image you know take a step back oh, and let Matt it happen Hancock. 
just take a step back. You you yeah, got to get well, well, well. You got to give a period of mourning. <laughs> but if 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 you're if you're if you're approached and you're asked, can you reinvent the image of of Matt Hancock and and let's make him positive again? Um, Surely you're charging fucking millions for that. Oh, of course you would. You're, go- you're charging the earth. You're going to medazzle our mat. <laughs> um, but it's 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 ridiculous. Like he's running the marathon today, and there was abuse as 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 we've seen shouted at him. There was yeah. lots of protests. There were lots of signs held up. But he didn't run the marathon because he wanted to run the marathon for a charity. I guarantee you he ran the marathon for that children's charity because the PR firm told yeah. him to. Absolutely. You're going to have to run the marathon, Matt, oh, for fuck's sake, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're going to have to but run gonna, the marathon. Oh, you're going to have to do have something. <laughs> But well, it's, it's, you're going to have to do you're going to have to do something to signal your virtue, and what better than to you know raise money for a children's charity? Um, he couldn't exactly do 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 raise money for much else, could he? He's an adulterer. Um, <laughs> he's uh, arguably a um, he's a liar. How can I say? He's a thief. He's a liar. He's a fraudster. He's a yep. Um, he's he's a cunt. He's nepotistic. Yeah, he's a cunt. He is. There's no other word to describe him. Lisa says in the chat, "I bet he had bodyguards running with him as well." Of course he did, right? They were they were playing close protection all around. Him. Of course they were. Yeah. Um, a lot of the runners running alongside him or around him weren't. The legitimate runners, they would have been there specifically to protect Matt Hancock. And I guarantee you, he probably didn't turn up at XL yesterday to pick up his bib alongside everybody else. Yeah. Um, I, you know, it was probably sent to him. Um, <laughs> Adam says, I heard he got a lift for 10 miles. <laughs> that wouldn't shock me. It wouldn't. But, it wouldn't shock me, but we're not we're not going to make any allegations of assault on the show tonight. But um it would be amusing and it wouldn't shock me, put it that way. Anything else happened in the world of um sports, John? Um the French tennis player guy? And um, no? I was going to talk about, we're going to have to use our words carefully and use words like treatments here, but the footballers, John. Oh, the footballers. Yes, yes, yes. So it would appear that some of the England squad don't want to get their halftime treat. (laughs) Halftime treat. I like it. (laughs) No. it, it, it would appear that it's it's not just that it's not just them either. It's many elite sports people by the yeah. sounds of it. Um, we've yeah. seen the press conferences coming out from the from the American basketball players, for example. Yeah, and they're, they're very eloquent. They're very well spoken, and they're you know extremely um, 
their reasons are extremely sound. Their reasons are extremely logical, especially. There's a French chap as well, a French tennis player, who's had to put his uh, career on hold because he's had two treats. And um, after the second treat, he just can't play. I like that. Let's call them treats. (laughs) 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 It's a very sinister way of describing it. (laughs) Yeah. And and Um, yeah, go on. I heard something along the lines of, I I can't confirm this, but somebody was saying earlier on that Anthony Joshua has had two treats and is now fucked. Well, I thought the Russian did that to him, mind you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> somebody said it was like watching Rocky. I didn't see the, the, the boxing match, but someone said it was like watching Rocky. And I said, what you mean? Joshua was trying to tire the other guy out using his face. <laughs> Adrian, Adrian. <laughs> so he got absolutely pummeled <laughs> and didn't manage to hit back very often. Well, well, that's that's what happens in boxing Karma. sometimes. Camera is a but, dish served uh, cold. <laughs> yes. Um, so uh, Adam says Halloween is coming and my kids will come back with bags of treats <laughs> Halloween is coming Halloween is Halloween is coming and uh, I'll tell you what we should we should dress up as anti-vaxxers <laughs> we've been with, with, with the with the state of the nation at the moment we'd be the scariest Ooh. costume in the room John what what does an anti-vaxxer look like? I can't think what you mean. Um. Well, I would just literally um put put on a t-shirt and write anti-vaxxer on it. Oh right. Okay. Okay. I've, I, you know, we'd signal it. We'd signal it. I, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. Um. Because, so surprisingly, an anti-vaxxer doesn't look like us, John. Because we are fucking full of them. You know, just because we're. Yeah. Not just because, just just because we 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 are don't want just because we're these particular lose treats, and we don't want any more treats. We don't want any more treats at the moment. Doesn't mean that doesn't mean that we oppose people having the occasional treat. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dark Spy, who took me out to the pub last night, thank you once again, um, says, do kids need to show a passport when going door to door, perhaps by next year? <laughs> oh, thing boggles the mind. I'll tell you what, I, 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 I'll actually tell you, he's, he's a bad influence, that Dark Spy there, right? Because... Yeah. He didn't just take me out to the pub last night. He also took me out to the pub yesterday afternoon. So he actually took me out to the pub twice. So he took me out to one pub. We went home to our individual homes. And he said, let's go back out to the pub again this evening. And I was like, better ask the wife. And yeah. um, in order to get round it, I spent a quarter of the money that I had left in the world on buying my wife chocolate. Uh, 
and <laughs> and uh, bought her chocolate and was allowed to go to the pub. Um, pub's a weird place for me because, like I say, I, I, I don't drink. Um, yeah. But it was it was still, it was a really, really nice evening out. And the pub itself indoors was packed, shoulder to shoulder. Uh, there was a poker night going on, uh, you know, the big green felt tables out, um, not a muzzle in sight. There was cheering, there was shouting, there was, you know, cheering on at the poker tournament. Um, yeah. We were we were sitting outside in, in the garden under a cover with, with heat lamps all evening, but it sounded like it was it was amazing. It sounded it sounded like it was a really good night indoors, and it was it's a tiny little pub, and there must have been seventy people in there. Good. You know, it was it, it was good. It was really good, and it felt so normal. And yeah. it's so weird to say that just a normal packed out pub was one of the happiest experiences I've had socially for the last two years. Yeah, you know. I know. I and mean, that, that, I, that's what the government has done to you. Yeah, I, I mean, I hate crowds. It's it's part of the autism. Yeah. You know, I hate being in crowds. But And so when I go to protests, I have to bury a lot down to be in that group of people. Um, but I, I, I must say, it was it was so nice. And just for random people to come out couple of people bummed the smoke off me, joined in the conversations, you know, we was all chatting shit. Uh, and then the conversation moves on to talking about shitty movies or something like that. Uh, and it was just normal behavior, John. And yeah. like you say, it's, it's what the government has done to us. Mm-hmm. It, and it was one of the happiest social experiences I've had in years. And that's sad. Yeah, that's right. sad. Sad. But uh, I, I once again, I, I'll be forever grateful to 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 Mister Dark Spy for inviting me out and, you know, plying me with the Red Bull and the the Coke and not 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 stuff that goes up your nose, the the sugary sugary goodness. But um, it, it was good, and um, hopefully we will be able to do something of the sort. We'll see how it goes in France. Yeah. Uh, where are we now? Chilling, Go on. We should organise a social down the pub. Um I would be, I'd be well up for that. Like a whole bunch of us getting together around Christmas time, all going to a big old, you know, going out and having a, a knees up where you will get drunk and then I drive away laughing at you. Um, and anyhow, yes, John, continue. Right. So one thing I wanted to talk about briefly is um, these these things you see, like uh, I don't know if you saw it, the man rescuing the dog. From the train line, I did see that. Yeah, yeah. And then the uh, the cop getting oh. pushed into the pond by the kid. Yeah, that's a very old video. That. Yeah, but these things, I mean, people people tweet them out and retweet them straight away as if these are genuine, and I find it very very hard 
to compute that these are genuine videos. Call me cynical, right? But the 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 yeah. dog type the train line one. The dog sitting there looking at the guy who is further yeah. down the line from where the train is going to come. So he's obviously waiting to see where the train is. He then runs to the dog, which doesn't do anything. It just sits there quite calmly. Yeah. So that, this dog knows this guy, right? Of course he does, yeah. So if it was a stranger, the dog would be like, oh, backing off or trying to do something. But the dog just sits there. He then runs up, unties the dog, and pulls it casually off the line as the train passes, while someone just happened to be above it filming it all. That's a complete setup. It just screams set up. And it's like, people, we keep telling you this. Believe believe nothing that you hear, and about, only about half of what you actually see. Yeah, I mean, it's completely for internet clout. Um, yeah. Definitely, definitely done purposefully. I mean, the video of the kid pushing the cop in the pond now, that could have just been his mates filming and going, look, look what I'm going to do. Get, get yeah. this, film no, this. It wasn't, it wasn't a real cop. There, was, there wasn't enough gear. Okay. You look, at, you look at the cop, he's not wearing, he's, he's not wearing a belt with any, anything on it. He's not wearing See, any... I tell you... On his shoulders and I things. I tell you what was a real one, I believe was a real one, and actually one of my favourite videos of the year, I might add was during the G7 when the fucking idiots from Extinction Rebellion in their red robes started walking along near the sea and were walking along (laughs) and that fucking guy goes running along Baywatch style and just took one out straight into the sea. I thought (laughs) that I could watch that on repeat over and over and over again. (laughs) Absolutely. I mean... Extinction Rebellion, we feel sorry for them. No more. Shalini says in the chat that was brilliant. It was, it was brilliant. I, I never um, saw that one. No, I, I'll try and find it. I'll try and find it for you and um, send you a link. It's one of it's one of the best videos of the year. Oh shit, we've gone down. Are you there? Yeah. Are you there? I am. It's Mark. And give me a second. Hold on. One minute. One minute. It's my end. And I'm back. I'm back. Sorry about that. I got a really dodgy connection for a second there. I could see it dropped right down. Um, uh, And Solaram says, and there's a video. Oh, for God's sake. Connection. He says there's a video of the XR guys getting pulled off the underground train and nearly getting pummeled. Or getting, that sounds like fun, you know. I, I I don't know if I feel sorry for these people. Like with this insulate Britain lot, one of them's going to get beaten senseless soon. It's going yeah. to happen. Yeah, well, yeah. It's 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 only a matter of time. If they continue doing this, if they continue blocking the roads, it's only a matter of time until one of them gets beaten senseless. And at what point do you feel sorry for them? It's difficult to feel sorry for them because they're complete idiots. Well, but especially after what they've already caused. Yeah. You know, <sighs> they've already caused a woman to be 
paralyzed and you say she's died i i i can't confirm that but I'm pretty sure she's died if that is the case then i think liam norton the spokesman should be up on charges i think yeah. he personally should be up on charges if that's the case because he's the spokesman he's the one justifying all of this he's the one going on tv giving the interviews and so i think yeah. He needs he needs to be held responsible for the actions that he is promoting. I I I really do. Um, fucking. I I you know insulation's what ten thousand pound plus a home, yeah. Um, and they want the government to to pay for every house in Britain to be insulated, and. By by the government, they mean us, right? Because it's our money that's paying for this. Uh, and his home isn't insulated. And then yeah. when they said when and when they said to him, so it's that because because he made that point. He said, you know, it costs about ten thousand pounds to insulate a home, Susanna, right? And she goes, so is it that you can't afford to insulate your home then? And he went, well, no, it's not that. So he's obviously a middle class twat with money. Right? Yeah. It's it's just he wants to cause as much disruption as possible and get as much attention as possible. I mean, nobody's heard of Liam Norton until about a week and a half ago. And all of a sudden he's being invited on every mainstream media platform and getting himself attention. And he's probably yeah. fucking loving it. Yeah, that's what it is. He's just trying to milk it now. Yeah. Um, Sauram says they're mostly a bunch of middle class boomers or hypocritical smooth brains like him. They're all middle class for sure. And I mean, yeah. a lot of a lot of them, like I say, one of them, I've been calling him Captain Birdseye because he absolutely looks like fucking Captain Birdseye. But um, they're clearly retired and they've got nothing better to do. And the others are clearly students with nothing better to do. And uh, I know. Yeah. So Dark Spy says, uh, my house is constructed from concrete without a cavity. How do they intend to insulate that, strap it to the outside with sellotape? Down to my house is nice. So well, he only he he only lives a couple of streets over from me, so he will know that um, my house is insulated, well built exactly the same. So So, um, come to France and see the houses there. Three foot are they timber? Three foot stone wall, three foot thick stone walls. But that that probably insulates itself, to be honest. Yes, but no damp proof course. Oh, just. Used to have earth floors, so they're all damp in the winter and they're all nice and cool in the summer. So, did you buy that barn? Yeah, kinda. We're still waiting. So, you put so, in the offer, the offer's been accepted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it takes about so three now months. And how is your residency proceeding? Still there? Yeah, I'm still here. I, I, I was asking how your re- residency requirements are proceeding. Uh, they are proceeding. Um, 
but slowly at the moment because there's a bit of a backlog apparently because yeah. everyone at the same time. But yeah, we've got we've got what's called our temporary social security numbers. We've got our temporary senate numbers and all that. So we're allowed to work and we're allowed to go to see the doctor and things like that. So that's good. So that's and good. um are you still umming and ahhing about staying in France? Well, we'll see how it goes. But if we've if we got the property and you know we can uh, we can hunker down if we have to. Well, well, yeah, that's that's good. And and uh, obviously your intent is to convert it into a, a nice house, and it comes with a nice patch of land, doesn't it? Yeah, those two acres, two acres of okay, farmland. Okay, brilliant. That's two acres of farmland. So that's enough space to build me a house. Yeah. 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 That's. Um, you can have the far that's, corn. That's that's all I needed to know. <laughs> uh, uh, we'll have we'll have the far corner. We'll take the far corner. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine by us. Um, because my mind is still my mind is still in the position of run, 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 run. Get the fuck out of here. But um, the beauty about the job that I do is I can do this job from fucking literally anywhere. Because yep. and Starlink's I'm, available I'm, I'm, soon. That, well, you can get Starlink. Okay, in fact, you can get Starlink here now. Okay. So, so we can, are you we actually going that. to invest in it? I don't know. We'll see. We could half it. <laughs> we, well, first of all, I need a building. <laughs> you know, but well, to be fair, for for the for the meantime. You could just lend me the van, <laughs> and oh, me and the family can live. The barn's got a lean to with a residential caravan in it. Oh fucking hell! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's and it's it's not it's not like it's not like one you would tow. It's one of those ones that you get on a site. So a proper static caravan with a couple of bedrooms and yeah, yeah, oh, that's... and that's, that that's that comes with it. I mean, you can't exactly put a family of four, four cats and a dog in that, but... No, but it's a starter. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a good way to begin. But um, yeah. what? So, so your plans are to hopefully get this property, get it all through, get yourself a nice home sorted, and uh, hope that, that in the meantime, the... Um, the world comes to the... The yellow vests yeah. overthrow. Shalini said, "Ben, well, it is the world, yeah, it's yeah. absolutely the world." But Shalini says, "Ben, what about the studio? Well, I fucking build another one." Is <laughs> there's a um, there's a a big trailer as well that some farmers left at some point. So I was thinking of building a building a, a like a what would you call it? You know, like a holiday home type thing on top of the trailer, and rent that oh, out. Oh, really? Oh, wow! Well, well, or you could you could turn the trailer itself into your own recording studio, podcast yeah, studio. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and that way the wife is not pissed off that you're sitting in the house trying to do podcasts all the time. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, this is why we built we built the studio. Not 
at the house because the wife um the wife was getting quite pissed off. Remember when I was in the cupboard? Yeah. Yeah, the wife yeah, wanted to go to bed. Yeah, well well the, the she, she, you know, so I built that, right? First ever stub wall I've built in my life. I built I was so <clears> proud of that. Obviously because I needed a temporary setup, right? And, I, and it was fuck. It was pokey. It was tiny, but she puts the over in it now. <laughs> the fucking Hoover lives in it now. I thought she'd have made, made have made it a walk-in dressing room. I told her she could have it as a walk-in wardrobe. I said, when I'm done with this, you can build yourself a nice little walk-in wardrobe. Love. All you got to do is hang a couple of rails. Yeah. Fucking Hoover. It's it's, it's <laughs> the fucking Hoover lives in there, John. I'm so ashamed. Right. Live on air. We need to talk about episode 30. Yeah. What are we doing for it? Are we doing it? Are we both doing it from the van? I thought that was a plan. So are we going for episode 30 or because I will be over at the time of 29 uh, we so just we can got... do All oh, right, uh, you mean to be pre-tape episode 30? No, what, what, I'm, what I'm saying is do we do 29 and 30 and stay in the same region for the week? Uh, I don't know, maybe. Um, we'll see. I'll need, to, I'll need to think about it. Yeah, but oh. we're, we're, we're definitely going to Gonna, gonna shoot for thirty, um, from from inside the van. Unless we slap um, an extra uh, one on before we get there. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I arrive into France on the Sunday next Sunday morning. Um, and obviously, I'm coming in through Calais, and I'm driving up to you know where I'm driving to. We yeah. won't we won't yeah. say that on here. Um. So I'll be there until the Friday. So we can we can we can work around that, I guess. Yeah, yeah, we'll work around that. Oh, what hell? Uh, and I know the audience are excited to actually see us in the same room rather than in a digital classroom. It'd make a change. Um. It would be very odd. Yeah. Oh, I, I, getting, I, I I think... I'm pretty tuckered out tonight. I think it's uh, well still recovery mode. I, I, I was about to say, you're looking a bit tired. Yeah. So if you would like to wrap up the show and haul out your financials. Yes, okay. Um if you would wish to give us some value for the value that we provide, then you can catch me on chasingliberty.life forward slash jipo or buymeacoffee.com forward slash jipo. That's J-A-I-P-O. And I'd be very appreciative of any donations that you care to make. You may also find you are interested in other podcasts available, such as Climate Shots with Latimer Alder and a new one that's coming with myself and Latimer called Clearing the Fog, in which we look at general everyday things and 
cut to the bottom of it rather than you know just going round the houses that the uh, general media would. So we explain Brilliant. things shortly and concisely. And if you're watching this live right now, you are watching on my platforms. So that's Descent Media. Um, and you can go to our website, www.descentmedia.co.uk, where Tech with Adam is uploading and embedding every one of our new daily videos um, onto the site. So you can watch through there. Um, you can buy me a coffee. And uh, right now I'm essentially paying the bills off them. So everything is appreciated. It really is. Buymeacoffee.com forward slash dissent coffee.com forward slash dissent and then we have the patreon so if you feel like um being a regular contributor um then you can go to patreon.com forward slash dissent media and we are accepting tiers from as low as two pound fifty a month and like i say this is my full-time job now so everything is appreciated and until we can monetize the content on YouTube, which I am working hard towards doing. Um, I am relying heavily on the donations. So everything, you guys, you basically kept the lights on. So thank you for that. And with that, it's good night from me, from France, from the van. And it's good night from? It's good night from me, from the uh, foam-covered studio. Here in the United Kingdom. Um, we'll be back Wednesday. Wednesday for one more episode with me in the UK. And then things uh, get spicy. Yes, Thanks for game, joining us. The game is afoot. The game is indeed afoot. Baza and Ben hit the town. Good night, everyone. Good night. Hold on. Take away those diamonds, I don't need those rocks A second-hand car and a new pair of socks I want liberty without conditions Roll up the carpet from the floor I don't want to be your prisoner no more I want liberty without conditions I want liberty Take away those drums, they're too loud Give me a guitar and I'll play to the crowd I want liberty without conditions Take away that job, I don't want to work I'll stay at home and play in the dirt I want liberty without conditions I want liberty on my conditions Your line, I want liberty 
Liberty on my conditions. 